This is a Rappaport Diamond Podcast short. What's in store for the diamond industry in 2019? To find out, Rappaport Senior News Reporter Joshua Friedman met with Reuven Kaufman, President of the Diamond Dealers Club of New York, in the busy Israel Diamond Exchange during International Diamond Week. Reuven Kaufman, thank you for joining us today. To start with, can I ask you how the uh, holiday sales season was? Uh, as far as we have seen the numbers at the moment, uh, the retailers had a good year. Again, it's interesting how everything is really has been boiling down to the bridal goods. The bridal goods were very strong. Uh, there was a lot of demand. I found that retailers were a little bit wary of overstocking for this season because of all the outside factors going on in the world. But at the end, I think they regretted not having more inventory from what we understand. There was demand. People came into the doors. And I think it was a good season. It was a better season than last year from what we we have seen. What, in your assessment, has been the impact of the the U.S.-China trade war on the business? It's interesting, the relationship, again, today between U.S. and China. Um, In the old days, for example, we always knew there was an Asian diamond and there was an American diamond. The Asian diamonds were the better goods, better colors, or better cleanliness, better clarity. And the American goods were more of an imperfect stone. Flash for cash, so to say, as long as it faced nicely, it was more price-oriented than quality-oriented. But in the last number of years, maybe because the middle class has grown so much in India and China, which both countries never had a middle class before, the demand for those medium-priced bridal goods has gone up tremendously. Uh, The G to J SI I1 quality, which was unheard of in Asia at one time, has now become a major, major uh, factor in what's being traded in in those countries. So we find that both America and China are trading in the same goods. The drawback a little bit of that is that when China is buying heavily, we find that the good, the price on the goods gets much stronger for the American market because everyone is buying the same item. Everyone's buying those colors and clarities, and those goods become very strong, where the cleaner goods become weak. So that is not such a good situation with the American retailer because there is a price point, there is a stop sign that he cannot go beyond. So the price has to be within a certain price point in order for business to, to, to be good. Um, so at the moment, I don't think that the China-American trade relations have hurt us so much as far as the diamond industry goes. More interestingly enough is just that the impact of the Chinese market, of their buying market compared to America, that we're now buying the same thing, has put a lot of pressure on those items for the prices to go up, which can hurt the American retailer. We've also seen uh, various bits of data from retailers that uh, indicates that Chinese tourists are spending less money uh, when they're visiting uh, the U.S., Hong Kong, other places. Um, do you see, and plus there's the, uh, the general impact of, uh, of a weakness in the Chinese economy at the moment, do you see any sort of deterioration in the market as a result of that in 2019? It's interesting. The Chinese market seems to be really topsy-turvy. They have their strong months where they're buying like crazy. Then they have like recently where they're um, withdrawing, withdrawal symptoms, so to say, of of buying. Um, I think this may lead into the beginning of 2019. I think we may see a restraint in Chinese buying, uh, which overall may hurt us because obviously we need, you know, their consumers to buy. We're always hoping that the consumers of China will stop buying a little bit of the better goods, the higher end goods, because then when the manufacturers has to sell everything. 
Um, we'd like them to sort of the high, the middle class cannot fe, uh, spend more than the, the commercial price. But there is a wealthier element that could buy the better stone, either because of, again, the economic slowdown there, because of the currency issues, or because of the tremendous pressure of the government on their monetary laws that people may be afraid of spending money on diamonds at the moment. So I do think there may be an impact on the American manufacturer or all manufacturers in the beginning of 2019. Did the government shutdown have any impact on uh, on the diamond market? Not at the moment. Um, we sell our diamonds basically October, November for it to be there, you know, for Thanksgiving and Christmas. That was before the shutdown. Uh, we haven't seen any consequences yet. Now the government is reopening for a while. Let's see what happens. I don't. At the moment, we've never seen any uh, consequences from the shutdown. This this is a time of year where there's uh, traditionally some uh, wholesale restocking uh, because uh, dealers have depleted their stocks at the end of the year. Um, have you seen that being slightly weaker in this this year's first quarter or this year's first? This is January compared with previous years. Yeah, I see. We see the same anomaly again. Uh, the economy is strong. Sales were good. And yet the American retailer is again hesitant about restocking too quickly and too plentifully. There are so many outside factors that always affect our industry. Anything that happens in the world to an extent, you know, affects the industry. We're a luxury market at the end of the day. Bridal is not affected that much because people have to get married. But the other sectors are always affected by outside factors. And I think the American retailer, as much as he says he did have a good Christmas, and as much as he sees the economic numbers are good, he's still wary about restocking. I think it's really a wait-and-see attitude at the moment. So one of the issues that people are most concerned about at the moment in the industry is the impact of lab-grown diamonds. And just for clarity, um, does the Diamond Dealers Club permit trading in lab-grown diamonds uh, on the trading floor? Um, yes, we do. Um, it's in our bylaws that you're allowed to trade, obviously, as long as there's honest and open declaration. Um, we don't have many people dealing in it, but yes, we do allow it at the moment. Um, and we'll, you know, we'll see how it progresses. What factors might influence you to rethink that rule? If we see that, there's, that there are games being played, if we see we have dishonest people trying to push lab-grown uh, to sell in a way that there's not full a declaration. Uh, but at the moment, um, I think we're going to leave it. Um, everyone is being very honest and open about it. And we have to face facts. It is an industry that is coming into its own. And um, obviously, De Beers went into the business. So you cannot say that it's a some type of uh, illegal or immoral entity. Um, there is a place for it. I don't see it affecting our industry tremendously, the you know the real natural diamond, but um, there is a place, and I think we have to face the fact, we have to live with it, albeit on make sure that everything is done legally. Thank you very much, Ruben Kaufman. Mm-hmm.